we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for June 14th, 2021. Going to start out today uh, with our rotating our four warfare prayers, the strategic warfare prayer, and uh, get right into one of the most insane, mind-blowing studies I've ever done. And I know I say that a lot, but this information is just almost incomprehensible. Uh, going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we nullify, dismantle, cancel, and forcefully oppose all satanic operations, maneuvers, manipulations, subversion, strategies, tactics, plots, plans, and ploys which are designed to hinder, prevent, frustrate, foil, deny, or delay God's original plans and purposes from their quick, speedy manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. We rebuke and dismantle all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil, covert, and clandestine effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that only truth is manifested. <clears throat> we decree that every satanic strategy of inhibition, prohibition, and limitation put upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We declare all invisible, invisible walls of opposition and restriction and delay to be exposed and destroyed. O oh God, confound the devices and evil plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O oh Lord, but those that cannot be saved, overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let, their, let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and to bring an end to all deceptive, secret, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3, 8, for this reason was the Son of God manifest, that he would destroy the works of the devil and the enemy. Uh, we overrule all strategies, tactics, and curses by, of the enemy by the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. We overthrow spoken words, enchantments, divination, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes according to Isaiah 54, 17. We reverse the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and their plan to bring about a chaotic and bloody revolution in America and to usher in martial law and the New World Order. We decree and declare that their plan shall be uncovered and shall not prevail, and their plan shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact, and their threatenings in violent verbal dealings are returned to them 100-fold. Father, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding your attempts to manipulate regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they are dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person in the government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom to come upon them. Cause them to be a holy trumpet shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of the uh, wicked. Send a spirit of confusion among the, amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Let them turn upon one another as well, Lord. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial or any other wicked spirits, and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. 
cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss, until which time they are then cast into the lake of fire, and that none will be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take place, to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the realm of the spirit, so that they hit the bullseye. Let the laws that govern this prayer and all the spiritual warfare strategies and tactics be binding by the word, the blood, and the Holy Spirit. We seal this prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Okay, so kind of in keeping in line with what I try to do near the start of the studies is trying to cover some things that relate to the Bible, the end times, uh, what we're facing here. And I, I got a lot of different uh, emails this week from listeners regarding this this um, new show from Netflix called Sweet Tooth. And I, I entitled this, Isn't It Wonderful? Preparing us for the abomination Nephilim hybrid soon soon to roam the planet and they will be protected. Meaning they will they will be afforded special protection. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you the trailer here to this abominable, wicked new show that uh, Netflix, which you shouldn't, I wouldn't advise them giving a dime to them in any way, shape or form. They promote child molesting uh, platforms. We've went over this. They, 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 um, they have platforms where they're promoting suicide, um, all kind of, of creepy child pornography, pedophilia, all this stuff. They are promoting gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda, Netflix is on the spear tip, okay? So I wouldn't give them a dime of your money in any way, shape, or form. And I'm going to play this trailer and kind of describe a little bit as we're watching. Then we're going to look at this a lot further. Okay, so this person's coming up to Yellowstone National Park in this trailer. And he's got a baby with him, this particular man. Once upon a time... Bad people ruled the earth. They were greedy and self-destructive. So nature made everyone sick. Nature did it. Okay. It wasn't created in a bio-warfare lab or anything like in North Carolina and then moved to Wuhan, China. And that's just one example of this type of things taking place that Fauci was behind in the Communist Chinese Party. That's just one example. Nature did it. Mother Gaia is the theme here. That she was grieved. And again, this is the whole thing with the, the uh, Ten Commandments of the Georgia Guidestone, the Ten Commandments of Satan and the New World Order. First commandment being re reduce world population of 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Okay, and the whole premise of that and why they're doing that and why they're creating all of these biospheres and buying up all the, all the uh, public and private lands and turning them into no-go zones is so that not to grieve Mother Guy. That's the lying uh excuse that the new world order will use okay they don't want to grieve mother god has nothing to do i'm sure with them wanting to just totally control us and put us into a you know uh that type of uh scenario where we're in stack and pack cities and we can't move around and we have no freedom and no ability to do anything we're much easier to control in that type of environment okay uh the, the hunger games is a great example of that where they have different districts and everybody is you know kind of packed into these districts and there's these gigantic corridors between districts that are no-go zones and that's what they're trying to bring us to and so there's a, there's a lot of parallels there excuse me are you a doctor and then 
Oh, the abomination babies came. Here's one that's uh, like part human, part bird. And they're literally showing them in their uh, in the hospital. And they just kind of came out of nowhere. These these abomination Nephilim babies. Hybrids. A miracle heaven. Yeah, and some of them are part goat. Some of them are part whatever. They're they're all different. One of them looks like Pan, uh, like, you know, the, the goat, half goat, half human. Uh, they're all abominations in the sight of God, okay? But this is supposedly this wonderful utopic thing that we can look forward to after mother gaia has cleansed and purged the planet of the bad people they called them hybrids yeah this one's part pig part whatever this one's part elk he's got antlers in in the ears to go with it it's your job to live a full life but some bad people are still out there gus yeah Guess who the bad people are? The mean, horrible white guys that want to wipe the planet of these things. That's the uh, that's another gigantic theme in Hollywood. Demonize white men every chance you get to the fullest possible extent. Make them the the only. Um, they are the source of all evil in the universe. That how is how they were always now represented in Hollywood. I hear a voice. I will run. So the little devil Nephilim kid is running from the evil white men because they're um, they're after him and they want to kill him because he's an abomination. I will hide. We have reason to believe that you are harboring an animal child. So there's the evil white men outside. We have reason to believe you're harboring an animal child. Freak. Thank you. Oh, but guess what? The nice, nice, wonderful black man comes to save him, and he I'm sure he kills all the white guys, and he's here to preserve the little Nephilim abomination devil child. Okay. Hey, listen. I, this isn't me being prejudiced. I'm telling you, this is the way things are always portrayed in Hollywood now. Okay? It's It's by design on purpose their agenda not mine i'm not going to apologize for a satanic agenda they implement okay where's colorado what's in colorado i heard there's a safe place for kids like me oh safe place for my go out there alone they'll have your head by morning the evil white men are still after him though and he's got one this one wonderful nice black guy which i'm the guy's probably a great guy in real. I, you know, I'm not saying he's not. Okay, it's just it's so laughable the way this is always done here. Now we've got you know the demonization and oh, it's just it's not transparent. It is in your face every time you view things like this. Now I got you. Guys like me aren't good for kids like you. How do you know? So there's these bunch of freak teenage millennials that come to make sure because they obviously have a better moral compass than everyone else and they're going to preserve and save the hybrids because they're all good and um, you know this is the narrative they're trying to portray. The other narrative is that this is the new normal and that these things will be protected. 
new world is all about survival, no matter the cost. What are you doing with him? I did what I had to to survive. If there's anyone out there like me, I need to find them. Little dude's got hope coming out of every pore. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Abominations roaming the world just like it was in the days of Noah. Oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to actually go a little bit further. This is one area I haven't seen really anybody touch upon where the animals were being defiled. Okay? it's it, And it basically intimates that in Genesis 6. In other words, why would God have to wipe out everything humans but he also wiped out the animals and the bird everything had to go why because everything had been defiled in noah's day and god had to hit the reset button with the with the animals on the ark and the eight people on the ark and start over because that was the only um that was the only dna that had not been corrupted on the planet now i can't be dogmatic to say every single bird and every single human had been corrupted but maybe even if their dna wasn't corrupted they were given over to the dark side or they hadn't heeded noah's warning because he warned for a long time you know and they thought he was you know whatever they, they paid no no mind to him until the floods came you know so uh that's what we're dealing with here okay now i unfortunately this had gotten out of my study somehow i added this in and then i when i checked it, it wasn't there so i had to re-put it back in here um this <laughs> this isn't just some little thing with the sweet tooth thing okay usa today actually put gigantic uh, headlines regarding this show in their paper i think it was i don't know the sunday before last i had a listener longtime listener michelle she sent me a whole bunch of screenshots of the paper she had bought okay and i, I posted a couple pictures of it the first one's usa today and it's the cover of, I don't know if it's the cover of it or, or it within it, but it says, Hybrid Babies Born Across America. General calls hybrids a threat to national security activists fight back. This is presented initially when you look at the newspaper like it's really happening. Hybrids, the greatest mystery of our lifetime. I can't really see much more. Um but they were presenting this like it was real okay then another uh, then inside the paper it says tales like the tale of an animal tales from a maternity ward in chaos and it shows screenshots of this sweet tooth movie where in and the same one you saw in the trailer that i just played if you watched it of these abominations filling the maternity wards Okay, this maternity ward, every single one of them was a hybrid. They're preparing us for this. They are preparing us for this and so much more. UFO disclosure, there's so much talk about the 25th, 
what could happen on the 25th when I guess this is supposed to come out with the with the Pentagon thing. You know, I've gotten a lot of emails on that. I, I don't know. I'm not a big date setter. I think that most likely it will be part of the um, of the soft of, of the disclosure project. Is that when it's really going to go hot on the 25th? Maybe. Maybe. They're creating an environment worldwide where there's panic, where there's lockdowns, where there's, you know, take your kill shot, where there's do what we say or you're never going to go back to normal. In the midst of all this, then you're having all of these UFO sightings. You're having all of this stuff going along with this. And it's all part of the great. It's it's what I have tried to lasso, I guess in the last, since I've been in ministry, for the last 15 years. And I've tried to make that where it biblically makes sense to my listeners regarding what we're moving into. Okay, I just had a guy, I just had a guy email me, and um, I'll just read it to you real quick. He said, uh, this guy who knows, and he asked me, he said I was just, full of it regarding the adrenochrome thing and i gave him a gigantic document on the adrenochrome issue he didn't do anything to refute anything all he did is give me his whatever his heart was telling him and the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it and he says propping up conspiracy theories with more conspiracy theories isn't worth refuting so in other words i'm not going to look at anything you've sent me i didn't do anything to refute anything you've ever done but what you're saying is lies, essentially. Because, see, this guy knows everything. He knows everything. And this is a guy that's going to most likely end up taking the mark of the beast. Because he will refuse to believe that the kill shots are bad and that there's any kind of nefarious agenda behind I mean, he just can't because it's too scary, evidently, for him. He says, your claim that people who take the COVID vaccine somehow lose their salvation. I didn't say that. I, what I have said is that it's sure not something I would mess with. I'm not saying the COVID salvation, if you're saved, takes you from being saved to unsaved. But let me tell you something. The anecdotal evidence I've got back from my listeners and from other testimonies on the internet do not paint a very good picture about people that called themselves Christians who got the COVID shot, who are now basically lost their interest in God. Don't want to serve God turn very nasty, very different people. It, it, it's, I haven't seen anything positive in that regard. But I'm not going to sit here and dogmatically... But again, this is what people like this do. They just falsely accuse you about things they have no clue about. And then um, he says about the who take the COVID vaccine somehow lose their salvation or damned isn't something a true Christian would say. Okay, well, you know, again... Thank you for being the moderator of all truth in the universe because you know what all true Christians would say and what they wouldn't say because you've put yourself in the position of God Almighty himself, I can see. Continuing, it says the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. I have said over and over it is not the mark of the beast. Over and over. I get into, I get into it with my listeners weekly on this subject, basically. And I don't mean in a mean way, but I'm like, guys, um... I understand that this is very Mark of the Beast kind of like, but number one, are we receiving the vaccine in our right hand or our forehead? 
Are we too in the tribulation yet? No. Has the Antichrist and false prophet arisen yet? No. Is the rebuilt temple there yet? No. Has Israel confirmed the covenant with many nations for, for seven years and the Antichrist and false prophet brokered that deal yet? No. Well, you can only have the mark of the beast when we're in, well into the tribulation. The seven-year tribulation. And I've, I've proven it's seven years. The Bible proves it out. Key in seven-year tribulation at contendingfortruth.com. Biblically speaking, I believe that's very easy to prove. I don't care about opinions regarding things that are biblically, dogmatically easy to prove. And I don't mean that in a mean way to my listeners. I'm just saying, if it's easily is if it's easy to lay out in the Bible and you could prove something easily, then I'm not really interested in opinions. But I'm getting a lot of opinions from certain listeners saying, this is the mark of the beast. No, it's not. Is it connected to your bank account yet? Will you be able to buy, sell, or share? Well, it's moving in that direction. I understand that, but that's kind of like bringing us to that point. But as far as I know, there's not a microchip in there yet that's that's um, where you're um, that's hooked up with your bank account where you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade. Yes, we're moving in that direction. Yes, is this conditioning us to do whatever they say? Absolutely. But to me, the Word of God and the biblical parameters laid down in the Word of God are all that really matters. And if something is easily provable in the Bible, I'm going to just stick with what's easily provable and stay away from any opinion that I might even have that would differ from the Word of God. I mean, God is not the author of confusion. And he's not going to have you going in 14 different directions. Or he's not going to have you going in a direction which clearly contradicts the Word of God. Then he goes on to say, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. I've said that over and over. Again, more false accusations. You're a fraud. Okay, again, more, more false accusations. Thank you. You probably don't believe the theories you spout off to your listeners. Okay, again, more total false accusations. Okay, he's totally violated the way that you, you approach um, somebody like me. You, the Bible says, if you see your brother overtaken in air, go to such a one in the spirit of meekness, lest thou also be tempted. This guy just came out with a 40-pound sledgehammer right off the bat. Okay. So this guy is so far out, are out of, far out of line, biblically speaking, right from the get-go, that, you know, defies the imagination. But that's that's the norm now. That's pretty much the norm. People don't care about what the Word of God says most of the time. I'm not talking about my listeners. I'm just talking about people that will call themselves Christians in general. Uh, but I do it for filthy lucre's sake, he says. So I'm doing this all for the money. Okay? I'm doing this all for the money, guys, just so you know that. Even though I've said over and over, if I am doing it all for the money, if I am misleading you, may God strike me dead today so that I will never, ever mislead any of you ever again. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I am not doing this for the money. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not misleading you in as, in as much as I have some kind of agenda to mislead people. I'm trying to give you as much truth as I can possibly give you. And guess what? If you look back at the 15 years, what, I, what God, I believe, showed me even long before I got into ministry, it's all coming to pass now. It's all coming to pass.
so much of, of the 20 year, 25 years I've started to know about this information is now being vindicated. And this, these are issues that 99.9% .9 of other ministries, and particularly if they're corporate, if they're yoked up with the government, they will not touch these issues. Does it make me better? Does it make me whatever? But I'm just saying, we've been, I've been vindicated here for the most part. So he says, I do it for folks. Then he says, you believe in a false repent of your sin, false repent of your sins, works-based salvation. Another lie from the pit of stinking hell. Okay. I do not preach a works-based salvation. Good works will follow though. You're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Meaning salvation is not of works, lest any mention both. But will good works follow somebody that is a true born-again Bible-believing Christian? Well, they should. You shouldn't produce horrible fruit if you're a good tree. And the Bible says a tree is known by its fruit. But is the fruit what saves you? No. You're saved through the Lord Jesus Christ, through his shed blood, through his death, burial, and resurrection. Who is, through his finished work on the cross. That's what you put your faith in. Not in your own works. If you do that, you're no, you're no different than a Catholic. Well, I hope I get into heaven. I've, I've prayed to Mary and Joseph and all these idols faithfully, and I've said my rosary, and I did the, the whatever catechisms I had to do, and did all, and went to a priest. All these things that are totally unbiblical, you're relying on those things to get into heaven. They're going to split hell wide open when they, when they die, unfortunately, unless they get saved. Because they're relying on their works. And God will share his glory with no one. And when you are relying on your own works to get into heaven, you are deluded. So everything this guy accused me of was a total lie from the pit of hell. So the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke him. He says, I'm masquerading as a Christian, but you're a wolf whose clothing doesn't hide what you are. Oh, thank you. I mean, this is like, the accuser of the brethren? This is like Satan speaking to me. Literally. And I threw down what I always... My challenge to him is what it always is. Um, what did I say back to him here? I, I, what I always say. I tell you if, you, if, if what you're accusing me of, uh, I pray if your assessment of me is accurate. And I say this before God, my listeners, and him, uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ would kill me tonight so I can deceive, I can't deceive anyone ever again. And I said some other things in here. All appropriate. Just to reiterate what a wonderful, um, superior Christian he is to me in every way, shape, and form, which I couldn't acknowledge more if it were humanly possible. When you're standing in the presence of that kind of greatness, you you bow. And I bow. You know what I mean? Sorry, a little sanctimonious humor there. Anyway, um, yeah. So, we have that. Now, let's go back to this. Did you notice that the song they were playing in the background, the Duran Duran song, Ordinary World, Okay. They're using this Netflix show, the USA Today paper, okay, which literally portrayed this as it was truth. Even though I think once you read into the paper, 
But that's not the point. The point is, is they're trying to get you used to seeing these types of headlines. The shock value. Then when it really does happen, it won't be that much of a shock. Because you've already been prepped and prepared. You've already been shocked once. But the second time around, when it's real, or maybe the third or fourth, it won't be a shock anymore. You're prepped for it. That's why there's so many shows like um, regarding disclosure, regarding aliens, regarding uh, cryptozoological creatures. And there's a lot of lives commingled in those shows, but those are there to prep you, prep you for what is coming. Which, uh, and again, the, the 501c3 corporate theme of clergy response team churches have done, I would estimate, basically nothing to prepare their followers to deal with at all. And that's exactly the way Satan wants it. He wants the, the least equipped of people on the planet to be those that identify as Christians. That's what that's exactly what Satan wants. And the, and the and the corporate churches have done their level best to ensure that and to make sure Satan is very very happy when that day comes. But the Duran Duran song that was playing in the background at the end of that clip, an ordinary world. Here, let me let me just just so you have it. If you know what I'm talking about. I need to find them. What are you two to survive? If there's anyone out there like okay, me. So that Duran Duran song from the 1980s, Ordinary World. Um, a longtime listener pointed this out to me. So I went and I looked at the lyrics of Ordinary World. And this is just one, this is like the one of the courses. It's not all the lyrics of the song, but this is the pertinent part. What what has happened to it all? Crazy, some I'd say. Where is the life that I recognize? And they're playing this while they're showing these nephilim devil uh creatures roaming the earth and having the, the the wicked white guys trying to hunt them down and then all of the righteous whatever people protecting them and after after mother gaia has cleansed the earth from a plague because she was grieved okay so what has happened to it all crazy some i'd say where's the life that i recognize gone away says but i won't cry for yesterday there's an ordinary world somehow i have to find as i try to make my way to the ordinary world i will learn to survive meaning you're gonna have to learn your new normal you're gonna have to adapt and overcome to the new normal that's that's the things that, and again I, I give you the 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 uh, um the screenshots of the paper Hybrid babies born across the USA. I don't know if this was front page of USA Today or not, but literally it shows a gigantic picture of this abominable creature, this baby that has horns on its head and these, and these um, I don't know, like deer-like ears. Probably the, the one kid that was the main one. Hmm. The new normal. So then... This longtime listener, Patricia, also says, she reminds me, she says the, the phrase sweet tooth, because Alex Jones said something about it, and I wasn't really aware. She gave a couple links, and the character of sweet tooth in the Twisted Metal series is a known child molester that also kills the children, okay? 
though rather doing it out of a motivation of genuine the ra though rather than doing it out of motivation of genuine pedophilic attraction sweet tooth this this clown in this twisted metal series is a psychopath who revels in the sufferings of others and rape is just another tool to reach that end now this is something that jones gets into more these hybrid creatures they're they're abominations okay they're like in the days of noah days of genesis 6 uh they're in this particular case half let's say fallen angel half animal okay um or maybe there's some other way that they've divvied up the dna i don't know it's hard to be totally dogmatic there okay but uh the point that he makes in i, I believe in the clip that we're going to hear is that these things will essentially be owned and controlled by the state and this and they will have no real rights apart from what the state says they will have now you won't be able to hunt them down but the state will be able to do to them whatever they want and one of the biggest things they always want is a steady supply of children to rape now these would be a whole other level of disgusting defilement because you're raping now nephilim creatures or maybe they're raping you i don't know this like i said the abominations that that we're in the midst of and that we will see is something that you would never even think about on your own but they're being thrust in front of you i mean i, I saw these i see these clips all the time of these moms they're typically moms that go up in front of these school board meetings i saw one the other day and, and they're teaching five-year-olds about masturbation and anal rape and and all of these horrible horrible things sodomy and all these things and that you should never ever be taught ever at any age okay but yet they're trying to do this to five-year-olds and they're and they're doing it with these books where they have graphic pictures and drawings and all this stuff i mean it is so gonzo looney tunes satanic now you can't even possibly wrap your head around any of this stuff but it's because the church wasn't vigilant for so long because they got yoked up with the stinking government which corrupted them i think that's the main reason the church has lost its salt and light is that yeah they're reading false bible versions true i think that's a humdinger as well and they brought in all kind of worldly programs but it's when they invited when they invited the government when they said yes government we will go to you to get our right to exist and then it went even further when you have thousands and thousands of these preachers um, going even beyond that and saying, I'll be part of the FEMA clergy response team where I will be spying on my congregations. I will be giving you all of their information. I will be towing the party line and telling them whatever you tell me to tell them as long as you save my skin. So when the day comes and it's bad, then my family will be spared. Boy, I tell you, if that's not the definition of a true shepherd, I don't know what is. I, I could have swore the true shepherd, the Bible says the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. You know, God knows I'd do it. True shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. And I'm not, I'm not even calling myself a shepherd. I just call myself a watchman. But the hireling has no love for the sheep because he's doing it for the hire, the money. And there's, there's a lot of other motivations. They're cowards and, and, you know, they're doing it for the money and they're doing it to be seen of all men and they don't want to incur any kind of backlash from 
fellow pastors or the government. I'm sure the, the reasons run deep. And I'm not throwing every single 501c3 pastor into that thing. But most, most, I mean, look at how, look at how evil the world has become. If the, and there's a church on every corner. If the church was even remotely doing its job, I shouldn't even have to be doing what I'm doing. But yet, there's very, very few doing what I'm doing. I'm sorry to say that. And it doesn't make me better, but I'm just saying, not a lot. So now we got what we got. This wonderful, wonderful world we're moving into. So Sweet Tooth is a psychopath who revels in the suffering of others and rape is just another tool to reach that end. And I think that really gets into the pedophilic aspect of what I believe Jones is going to mention. We hear that clip. Now, Sweet Tooth is also a very strong strain of marijuana. It has also uh, won a Cannabis Cup Award. <laughs> Whatever that is, some award for pot. Anyway, so before we get into that, uh, I got convicted about this when I was looking at this because I've seen a lot of the stuff on Sweet Tooth this week, but what about, what is the Bible? What does the book of Enoch and Jasher have to say about the fallen angels defiling animals? What does it say about that? Because I think that's very important when we discuss this. Now, the book of Enoch and Jasher, both of these books are referenced in the King James Bible. The, the book of Enoch that I've got, which is from a Baptist press, has so many different cross-references with the King James Bible that... Sometimes the pages are half Book of Enoch and half King James Bible, where they're cross-referenced, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm not saying it's canon of Scripture or it's whatever. They do say that. In, in the foreword to the book, I'll just read it to you. The foreword to the book says, um, and again, this is from a Baptist press. In my studies of the Holy Scriptures, I often wondered what had become of the book of Enoch as referenced in the book of J Jude, I'm sorry, in the New Testament. For the most part, I had accepted its disappearance much the same as the missing letter of Paul to the Corinthian church. This work is not apologetic, meaning this book of Enoch we've got here. It's the blue hardcover edition. Okay, so if you're looking for book of Enoch, second edition, uh, Ronald K. Brown. Okay, Baptist uh, Baptist Theological Seminary, which I'm really surprised because Baptists normally will not touch this. Okay, but this work is, and trust me, I was in the Baptist church long enough. They've never heard this book ever brought up. This work is not unapologetic to those who would refute the authenticity of the work of Enoch, but it is an effort to further spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And like all other works of Ecclesia, it will likewise find opposition from the adversary. Some would claim that if this book was credible, then it would have been included in the Bibles today. But these making this argument are probably not aware that it was in the Bible for over 500, over 500 years. If placed back in the Bible, the book of Enoch would further strengthen and revolutionize many theological axioms on the Trinity, angels, demons, final judgment, creation, and validate the statements made by writers of Old and New Testament law. And you can understand why the devil wouldn't want this in your Bible. Very, very easy, because he doesn't want you to know anything about Genesis 6, for sure. He doesn't want you to know anything about what's coming. 
about what Jesus really meant when he says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. What were the days of Noah? Genesis 6. This is an expansion on Genesis 6. This, the book of Enoch. I'm not saying to even include it in scripture. I'm saying that it's a nice commentary to have, especially this one where, I mean, literally, like I'm on page uh, 42, and it's really, I'd say, as far as text goes, it's about two-thirds King James Bible on each page, and I'd say only one-third to one-quarter, actually, Book of Enoch. Because there's so many King James cross-references in this that cross-confirm verses that there's actually more KJV that they're putting on the pages than the actual Book of Enoch itself. Okay? So I wanted to say that first. Enoch, chapter 7, verses 1 through 6, which is the whole chapter. And all the others, meaning all the other angels, because I'm skipping ahead, these are the fallen angels, took together with them, took unto themselves wives. And each chose for himself one, and they began to go into them and defile themselves with them. And they taught, okay, now this is what, that's basically what the Bible says in Genesis 6. Okay, what, what do you mean? Where does it say that in Genesis? Well, okay, I'm going to go over those verses. But, um, and it came to pass, the men began to multiply in the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, and the sons of God, these are the good angels that had not fallen yet, saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives all that they chose. What was God's reaction? It wasn't good. And we'll, we'll read that in a little bit, okay? But he was not happy with what happened. So it says, Enoch 7, verses 1 through 6, and... All the others, meaning all the other angels that uh, at this point they fell, they were fallen, who were referred to as the sons of God in the Old Testament, not only there, but I think four, two times in Genesis and four times in, in the book of Job. That phrase is exclusive only in the New Test, in the Old Testament, which is translated from the underlying Hebrew regarding angels. It is never, now in the New Yes, the sons of God can mean a Bible-believing Christian, okay? But not in the old. It's And again, if you compare scripture with scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, you will see that is obviously, obviously clear that that is the case. It's not up for debate. They took them wives and each chose for himself one and they began to go in unto them, meaning, you know, you know, and to defile themselves with them. Why? Because angels are not meant to be with women. Okay. It's an abomination. And the Bible further says that in, I believe it's first Peter, what says about the angels that left their first estate. Okay. And they defiled themselves with mankind. I said, well, well, that's what they're talking about. And then it compares it to Sodom and Gomorrah, men burning after men, because that's not supposed to be, it's an abomination. So. They began to go in unto them and to defile themselves with them, and they taught them charms and enchantments. They were teaching them witchcraft. This is the first time witches, I believe, I don't know if it's the first time, but I think this is where you really overtly saw this type of thing taught to females. These were where they became witches. Okay. They taught them charms and enchantments and the cutting of roots and they made them acquainted with plants. And they became pregnant, meaning the women did. And they bear great giants okay, from the fallen angels 
who consumed all the acquisitions of men. And when men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them, meaning men, and devoured mankind, meaning they were cannibalistic, that you, you couldn't satiate them, and they turned upon, when man could no longer appease them anymore, then they turned on man and actually devoured men, okay? And, and then the next, next verse, and they began to sin against the birds and beasts and reptiles and fish, where do you think we get all the Greek mythology from, guys? The griffin and, and you know, all of these part animal, part whatever things. Part bird, part the, the, the satyr, the, all, all of these different things. This is where it comes from. It's based in reality. This is where the Greek myths get all of their creatures from. This dynamic happening. But again, you think you're going to hear that in a church anywhere? No, probably not. It says it right here. They began to sin against the birds, the beasts, the reptiles, and the fish, which is exact. And if you have that dynamic going on, what do you get? You get sweet tooth. As it was in the days of Noah, we should be expecting it. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, whatever, we're in those days. We should be expecting it. I've been saying this for decades, really. It's coming. And they've just yet to make their big gray unveiling yet. They're, but they've been, man, they've been doing that soft disclosure. The soft disclosure is not just with the UFO stuff, guys. It's with this stuff, too. It's with all manners of wickedness that will be ordinary. Our ordinary world in the near future. If we're around. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I've always endeavored to do with my listeners is to equip them for what is coming. And then it, the last line says, and to devour one another's flesh and to drink the blood. Now, I, I don't know if that means they were, they, I think it means the, the giants were actually even turning on each other and drinking their blood, you know, and drink the blood, which has always been forbidden in the Bible. Always. You don't drink, you know, you don't consume or drink blood. Then the earth laid accusation against the lawless ones. Okay, and then it goes on. Now, just to give you a little bit of confirmation, even though I've told you that the book of Enoch, the one I've got, the blue hardback edition, um, it has so many cross-references with the KJV. I mean, you won't believe it if you get one. It's amazing. Jude. Remember how it said the book of Jude referenced the book of Enoch? Yeah. Jude 1, 14 and 15, guess what it says? And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all the ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Well, prove it. Jude says it. Jude says Enoch prophesies it, and then it gives this these verses. Where does it say that in Enoch? Oh, really? Where did where did Jude get Jude fourteen and fifteen from? Where did they get it? Well, it's of the Enoch when he prophesied. Well, where is that spoken at? It's spoken in Enoch chapter one, 
Verse 9. And I will read that to you. And behold, he cometh when ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to destroy all the ungodly and to convict all the flesh and of all the works of their ungodliness which they have ungodly committed and all the hard things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. End of quote. That's where Jude 1, 14 and 15 come from. Enoch 1, 9. And that's just one of the many, many multitude of places where they're, where we've got parallels between the KJV Bible and the book of Enoch. Okay. I, again, I'm not saying it's canon of scripture or whatever. I sure think though that if some derivation of it was in the Bible, it sure would make things a lot, a lot easier to figure out in the end times, especially the end times we're moving into. This extract states in graphic detail that the Nephilim were giants and were ravaging the human race in various ways as well as sinning against the animals, uh, even in the fish. Interestingly, the lost book of Jasher, uh, there are no early manuscripts, only later copies, is referred to in Joshua 10.13 and 2 Samuel 1.18. So Jasher is also referenced in, the, in, the, in this case, the Old Testament also describes events similar to those of the book of Enoch. It also states that the animal kingdom was being defiled by the mixing of animals with one another to, quote, provoke the Lord. Yeah. All this stuff that you're seeing, that like the sweet, to all of this is being done to provoke the Lord. At least that's part of the agenda. Jasher 4.18 then God saw the whole earth, and it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted its ways upon the earth, all men and all animals. Jasher 4.18. See, it includes the animals there. Now, it's I believe it's implied in Genesis 6, and we're going to get into that next. Okay? These extra books suggest that many forms of ungodly practices were being taught to men and animals had been defiled in some way to the extent that God's natural natural creation had been changed and that God had no other choice but to destroy the earth. And what form this defilement took, we do not know. Uh, I think we could figure it out. If you just look at the book of Enoch and you look at all the Greek myths and legends and then you look at Sweet Tooth, I think it's pretty easy to figure out. They went into the animals, they went even into the fish and the birds and defiled them. It may have been through the animal's genes. Well, of course it was through the animal's genes. The book of Enoch mentions defilement by the mixing of animals with one another. For animals to successfully breed, the two parties must have the same number of chromosomes. For example, we have 23 pairs, meaning uh, people do. Apes have 24, so apes and humans cannot have offspring. But again, they've, got, they've found ways around this in the laboratories. Okay, We know that they're doing this stuff behind closed doors. They're trying to, you know create these abominations and they're getting ready probably to unleash them and this is why we're being prepped with shows like sweet tooth so that we're not too shocked these fallen angels may have changed this in some way one of the first successful and commercial dna altering experiments was to take part of the human genome that codes for uh, protein insulin and splice it into the dna of e coli 
and then grow it in this bacteria in a swimming pool sized vats and harvest human insulin for diabetics. Not something I'd want, but who knows what these fallen angels did, but it is possible to alter DNA. Yes. Noah was saved with his family because he was a righteous man. There is no question about that. Well, yeah, um, we're going to get into that in a second here. But it's also interesting to note that Noah was described as perfect. Well, he was described as perfect in his generations. Okay, so he wasn't walking around in sinless perfection, guys. But his DNA had not been defiled, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that soon. In Genesis six nine, the Hebrew meaning of perfect means without spot or blemish, as the lambs that were selected for sacrifice were meant to be. So, if in some way there was a defilement of God's original design, then Noah did not have it in his genes, and this could be another reason for Noah and his family being saved. Well, it's the it's the prime reason that they were spared. Okay, he had not his DNA had not been defiled. Now. I talked about the Book of Enoch more at length in a two-part study back in 2008, and it was called Cloning. And I've talked about the Book of Enoch a lot of times. If you can Enoch in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, this is the first one that comes up, but there's many other times I've done little mini-studies on it. But this one was called Cloning, DNA Manipulation, and the Corrupting of the Seed in the Book of Enoch, part one and two. And I'm going to read you the description. The interpretation of Genesis 6-4 that the Nephilim are half-human, half-fallen angel makes this, makes this whole subject easy to understand. God made a way for man to be saved from his sin through grace by faith in his Son, Jesus Christ. But he did not make a way for the angels that rebelled to be saved, or their offspring. Okay? Therefore, a mixture of the two kinds would be a corruption, and the result would be a fallen race. This is interesting that Genesis 6 tells us that all flesh was corrupt in the days of Noah. What does this mean? We know that God destroyed all animals as well as all people, except those brought, brought on the ark with Noah and his family. We will explore this topic further in this study. Now, what is man doing creating these hybrids, whether they are animal, human, or plant or animal? Because this, this has been going on a ton of years. I mean, I did this in 2008, so like 13 years ago. Okay, uh, Man is mixing, quote, kinds together. Okay? And creating, uh, and the reason I use that word kinds is the Bible talks about, and they brought forth after their own kind, meaning certain type of bird brought forth other birds of his own kind. Okay, that's why I use that word. Man is mixing these kinds together and creating a corrupt and defiled race. It does not matter what percentage of human versus cow DNA there is. Do cows go to heaven? I mean, I don't want to get into the animal debate in heaven, okay? But I'm talking about do, does a Nephilim half, let's say half human, half cow, Nephilim go to heaven? To, to simplify that. Listen, guys, the Bible talks about animals in heaven, okay? Jesus is coming back on a white horse. Okay, and so are saints with them. Okay, there are there are things like that mentioned in heaven. The lion laying down, you know, with the lamb and that type of stuff. Oh, now it's the wolf. Sorry. Anyway, so um, frankly, man is messing with things he has no right to manipulate. He is in effect trying to play God, which goes right back to the original sin in the garden. Yeah, true. Now, what is Genesis? And I, you you hear me quote these verses, but let's just let's just go ahead and for argument's sake, let's just give you Genesis one. 6, 1 through 9, which ties in heavily to what we just talked about. And it came to pass that men began to multiply in the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them. That the sons of God, these they were good angels at this point, 
saw the daughters of men that they were fair. So they were tempted. Okay, but they still hadn't fallen yet. Okay, and they took them wives all that they chose. Then they were actually fallen. Okay, when they when they stepped over that line, then they were fallen. They were not considered the sons of God anymore. They were considered fallen angels. Okay, and the Lord said, here's the first reaction from God after these fallen angels took the daughters of men. Okay, the first reaction of God was, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be in 120 years. Now, up until that point, you had people living up to be 900 years. Okay, Methuselah, these types, you look at the chronology in the Bible. It was from this point forward that the, that the lifespan of man started to dramatically drop, if you look in the Bible. This was a turning point. Now, there was a lot of physiological, there was a lot of reasons related to the earth why that happened. Okay? Um, and this gets into um, the canopy that was over the earth. It gets into the, pre, uh, the pre-flood environment. Now, I've got into that in times past. I don't have time to get into it today. But there, there are physical reasons why they would live to be over 900 in that particular environment, which was broken up during the flood. The canopy was broken up. The atmospheric pressure changed. The oxygen content of the planet changed. And we weren't under a protective canopy anymore. Those are the main three reasons. Okay. And um, I've got into that in many other studies. But in that environment, we were much more vulnerable to aging. Okay. So anyway, um, so that was that was the first judgment God mentions, though, when he sees this happening. Next verse. There were giants in the earth in those days. And the, the reason there were giants in the earth is because the, the women bore them, just like Enoch said. And also after that. Now, it notice this is also after that. After the days of Noah. Well, hold on. I thought that all the giants were killed during the flood. Yeah, but most likely more angels fell after the days of Noah. What do you mean? Well, there's other there's giants mentioned when when you know the Jews try to take the promised land. They encounter multiple uh, cities of giants. So, from what I'm seeing, unless there were giants that were under the ground and they hid from the flood, but the Bible says that everything that had blushed had breath died. So I don't see how they could have escaped. If it was God's judgment, it would have been ubiquitous. I think more angels fell. I think Satan talked more of them into falling. They were tempted. And um, they fell. And then they bore more of these races, which they had, which the Jews had to contend with when they tried to take the promised land. Okay, and then there's, I've done all kinds of studies on that. And that's why it says, and also after that. There were giants in the earth in those days and also after that. When the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bare them, they bear children to them. So it's very, very clear what's going on here. But the cemeteries, I mean, the seminaries teach that these sons of God were the godly line of Seth and the daughters of men were the wicked daughters of Cain. Now, where on God's green earth do you get that in these Bible verses? Well, the Bible says that the traditions of God have made the word of God of none effect. The traditions of men have made the word of God of none effect. And the cemeteries have done more to ruin preachers overall than probably any other institution on the planet yoke up with the government get your license to preach from the government 
Don't ever, ever teach on Genesis 6. Ever. It's the godly line of Seth with him. We just kind of skip over that one. We don't really want to get too much into that giant stuff. That's a little too much for our congregations to handle. Seriously. That's what's been going on. Try to bring this up in a Baptist church. Or almost any church. It's pathetic. Honestly. Really is pathetic. It's so obvious what's going on here. Okay. They bear children to them. These were the giants. Okay. The same men became mighty men, which were men of old, men of renown. Oh, you mean like the Greek myths and religion, all, all those things? Yeah, well, there was truth in them. And that was just one culture talking about them. Next verse. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts and his heart was only evil continually. Yeah, because when Satan comes in and these hybrid creatures are running around open like they are in Sweet Tooth, guess what? Guess where that leads? Every imagination of the thoughts of man was only evil continually. That's why I'm not real thrilled about sharing airspace with a whole bunch of hybrid devils running around. Because I look at what the, at the result of it was when Genesis 6. And what did it ultimately end up doing? God judged the whole planet. Now, he's not going to flood the earth again. Okay, we know that. That's why he gave us the rainbow. Okay, a sign he would never flood the earth again. But it doesn't mean his judgment's not coming. Genesis 6, 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth. And it grieved him at his heart. Next verse. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. It didn't just repent God. He, he didn't just, um, he wasn't just sad that he had created man. It said he was sad he had created the beast, the creeping things, the fowls of the air. All of that. Because all of those things had been defiled by these sons of God. Because they were trying, they, I believe when an angel falls, it becomes pure evil. Just like Satan, when Lucifer fell and he became Satan. As holy as he was in heaven, I believe he becomes the exact polar opposite of that, of that in, in a fallen state. And their total goal, knowing that they're going to burn in the lake of fire forever, is to try to defile and destroy God's creation in every way, shape, and form, lock, stock, and barrel. Because misery loves company, and they want a lot of company in the lake of fire. And I believe that's why it's so important for them to pull, try to pull all this garbage off. Then, next verse, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. Now, I don't like the way that guy put it. He said he was, said he was perfect. No, he said he was perfect in his generations. Let's get specific. And Noah walked with God. Now, the word generations is translated from the Hebrew word. Okay? Um, Tuleda. Uh, and it is used 39 times in the King James. Okay? This Hebrew word from the, that gives us the word generations. And it's used 38 of the 39 
is used in the word generations and one time it's used as birth. Okay, The outline of the biblical usage of that word, which is where we get the word generations from, where it says Noah was perfect in his generations, means descendants, proceedings, generations, genealogies, a genealogical list of one's descendants. So in other words, his DNA had not been corrupted down the line, going all the way back to Adam. But he was probably one of the few people on the earth at that point where that was the case. If, if it wasn't the case, why did God have to destroy both man, beast, creeping things, and fowls of the air? I think things were th pretty, pretty thoroughly corrupted at that point. Okay? Now, we get into this. Animal-human hybrids legalizing child rape. Recent USA Today's fake headline promoting the new Netflix series, Sweet Tooth, about human-animal hybrid chimeras being born after a mysterious pandemic. Can we talk about how cute the new hybrid babies on Sweet Tooth are for a second? This is them introducing their genetic takeover, their Satanism, and the new babies they're going to produce that aren't human that they can have sex with that are owned by the corporations. But yep. then there'll be an outcry. Then there'll be laws protecting them. And now the programmed creatures, the abominations they've created that'll be possessed, you know, by demons, literally, that that's the, 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 that will enter the avatar of these, they will have the highest rights and will be protected. Absolutely. No one knew which came first. The hybrids or the virus. But that question would become the biggest mystery of our lifetime. This is Sweet Tooth. This is a story the transhuman very special abomination revolution and now the transhumanists are saying that this is our revolution type in transhumanists say our revolution is here and so the biggest circulation paper in the u.s on the cover said hybrid babies born across the u.s world reacts to new generation of half human half animal children with both awe and concern the minute i saw that i said it's fake news it's to condition you to accept it and it's a fake news stunt and of course it was to promote a TV show. This is a mass move. I told you when they legalized human animal cloning two weeks ago in the Senate. Right. Yeah, if you didn't hear about that, animal human cloning legalized in the Senate. And not prohibiting it. They said it's already going on that now that's the real right. dam breaking. Yes. And now it's full page headlines that you will accept the clones. And again, you see how this so relates to what I've said for all these years, and I believe clearly what the Bible says about, you know, the Nephilim that are coming. I mean, they're, they're right out in the open now regarding this. They're preparing us to accept this. They're already doing it, and they have been doing it for decades and decades, guaranteed. They might have legions of these things underground that they're getting ready to roll. And we've talked about that. So, <laughs> anyway. And then right on time, they've got a Netflix show produced, of course, about human-animal hybrids and how cute they are and how much we need, need to love them and take care of them. And, you know, it's our fault that the Earth has collapsed and all the humans have died. So now all that's left is animal-human hybrids and a few people. The perfect show to sell them from the beginning is our babies that we've got to take care of. When they are corporately produced humanoids 
that are going to be built and designed the way the globalists want. So this is one of the big issues. You want to understand the future and how to stop the new world order that I will break down for you. Yeah, they're showing the pictures of the, the ones I have in the, uh, the PDF for this date of USA Today is June. It says four through eight. Anyway, I, I can't. It's like it's got two numbers there, but it's uh, it was early June, and it looks like fourth, but it also looks like eighth. I don't know. Uh, but it you know this just happened like last week. Hybrid babies born across the USA world racks to new generation of half human, half animal children with both on concern. And again, they're not presenting this initially like it's fake. They're presenting it like it's real. I believe you've got to read further into it to to finally get oh this is a whatever because they're they're trying to prep you for this. Coming up in the third hour today, and it ties into a whole host of other issues. But if you want tomorrow's news today, we will give it to you. And the whole PSYOP of USA Today and other papers putting a whole fake cover on them for the ad for the show and not telling people that it's not real. Fake date, fake everything yep. for last weekend. It says right there on the cover that it's the 4th through the 6th. And people got their USA Today. And it says hybrid babies born across the U.S. World reacts to new generation of half humans. Half animal children with both awe and concern. Oh, it's never like, is drag queen story time good or bad? Just We're just going to have it. Or, oh, we're running a fake news article to condition you that there are hybrids and that people react with awe but also concern. Not like, how did this happen? Because it's really going on. But see, now your brain will see that, be tricked the first time that, wow, did you read this? Then it'll fall away as a joke that it's a movie, a TV show, so that later in your synapses, when the real animal-human clones are rolled out, which is now happening, you'll just go, oh, that's part of that show. You're being conditioned. You're being seduced. You're being prepared. Yeah. I mean, like, China's already gene-edited 86 people with CRISPR. Oh, yeah, you that's think— That's a headline. That he's reading from. He just—they're the first to do it. It just happened. So this is their coming out. This is their revolution. Now this is the—and we're going to get into this today. This is the whole purpose of of the COVID shots to change you on a genetic level. There is most likely third strand Nephilim DNA in these shots. I've given you evidence of that before. Problem is, is it's tough to find that out unless you've actually got, you know, microscopic. Somebody that has, you know, whatever types of microscopes and have analyzed what's actually in the COVID kill shots to actually prove that. But I'm telling you, the reason they're going so insane about trying to get these kill shots in us is because they're changing our DNA. Not only is it rewriting our DNA, but I believe there's foreign DNA in there that's commingling with ours that has this third strand that we've talked about, which is a characteristic of Nephilim DNA that I have reported on in the past. And that's also in the shots. And this is why it's not something I'm gonna mess with. You know, haven't says, I haven't said it unsaves you, but boy, oh boy, from the, from the feedback I'm getting that we're gonna get into, it sure doesn't look very positive regarding that. Not anything I'd sure mess with. I'd, I'd tend to err on the side of safety on this one, you know? Like when you fire a starting gun, for a swimmer's race, 
or for a horse race or whatever, that's politically incorrect. So now they don't fire a little cap gun. They they, they, they have a beep, red light goes on, it makes a microwave sound. Because all tradition's got to be gotten rid of, because, you know, in tradition, you'd know, oh, it's end times when you start splicing humans and animals, and that's when God comes back. The Antichrist will create a one-world system with a cashless society. Oh, oh, it's all here now. But now it's like, oh, well, the churches are like, that's the old quaint Bible. Exactly. Sure, it predicted it, but we don't <laughs> listen to it. We watch Netflix. Which is exactly what I was just saying about how they avoid the topic of Genesis 6, about, you know, these things that the Bible talks about regarding what to expect in the end times. They avoid them like the plague. And they're there to literally, as a tool of Satan, to keep their parishioners as dumbed down as possible. For the most part, not all, but the vast majority, that is the case, unfortunately. We have our QR code that you scan to come in the church to prove you're vaccinated. Exactly. It's of the Lord. Major <laughs> churches are saying, take your shots. It's from Jesus. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Franklin Graham, you know, if, if any preacher's out there not saying to get the shot, you're going to incur the judgment of Jesus Christ and all the other blasphemous things that fork-tongued devil has said. Uh, those same churches will be where you're implanted with your microchips. Yep. You won't be allowed in the church unless you have the chip, Klaus Schwab said, and major denominations are now saying. That's right. You know, the chip is not of the devil. <laughs> In fact, they're going to tell you Christ is on the earth soon and has returned. Oh, yeah. And it's going to heal yeah. everyone. Oh, he yeah. just has oh he's coming back. He's one of the ascended masters. Esau, Sananda, Emmanuel, or call Master Jesus. Key, key Master Jesus under the keyword search box. He's just one of the ascended masters that's going to come back. He's one of the lesser ones. But he's going to be the one that comes back to straighten out the, quote, Christian church. And kind of show us how... The Bible we got's really corrupted, and what we do have we've misinterpreted, and he's going to be there to straighten us all out and to point everybody to the Antichrist and false prophet. Oh, he's coming too. Yeah, him and a host of other ones that are going to come when the Antichrist and false prophet most likely show up, and it's probably going to be in some type of close correlation with UFO disclosure and these hybrids. Oh, it's going to be a lot to handle for the average, quote, Christian, because they're going to be totally ill-equipped for it unfortunately. And that's why this ministry has existed, to try to educate as many people as possible for the coming deception, for the strong delusion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that's going to take place in the exact time we're living in that God says he is going to send. God sending the strong delusion that they will believe a lie. Unfortunately, that's what the Bible says for them. By Jesus, though, stay with us. I'm going to get into the legalization of cloning and animal-human creations and the real implications of that. And, of course, the subsequent TV shows and full-page ads telling you just accept clones on the streets, accept splice humans and animals. This is the real agenda. This is the transhumanist revolution. And now the transhumanists are saying that. This is our revolution. Type in transhumanists say our revolution is here. And so the biggest circulation paper in the U.S., on the cover said hybrid babies born across the U.S. World reacts to new generation of half-human, half-animal children with both awe and concern. The minute I saw that, I said, it's fake news. It's to condition you to accept it. And it's a fake news stunt. And, of course, it was to promote a TV show. The minute I saw it before I went out and got one, which I forgot and left at home, some USA Todays are still on the shelves 
ask my assistant or somebody to get me an actual copy of that USA Today. Some hotels around here will still have one as well. Yeah. The weekend edition. So so this is yeah, the, my, my listener, Michelle. She took a whole bunch of pictures and sent them to me. And that's what I used in my, in my Word doc for this teaching. Mass move. I told you when they legalized human animal cloning two weeks ago in the Senate, by not prohibiting it, they said it's already going on, right. that now that's the real yes. damn breaking. Right. And now it's full page mm -hmm. headlines that you will and, accept. And what, what did the church do against any of this? What what has it really done against anything wicked or evil in our, you know, what has it really done against, you know, legalizing abortion, being the, the, the big 800 pound gorilla in the room? I mean, it dropped the ball long, long ago. And they were already yoked up with the government, though. Got to kind of keep your mouth shut if you're yoked up with the government. I'm not saying all churches, but the vast majority have been gelded. They've been neutered. And the evidence is the proof's in the pudding. I mean, you know, it's lost their salt and light. They're, they're you know, going right along with the New World Order. They're literally on the, on the same train to the one world uh, religion under Antichrist and False Prophet as, as all the rest of humanity are, as far as I can see. Clones, which is corporations allowed to make artificial life on the earth and then give it rights. Just like big tech gets governmental power, spies on you for the government. And the government fences out its illegal spying by having you sign a waiver, but still they give all the data to the government and at the behest of the government suppress the people, which makes it totally illegal. And finally, people are listening to me. Senator Ted Cruz came out and said, the way to attack this is how they're illegally surveilling their users, how they're lifetime censoring them, and how they're doing it at the direction of federal agencies that haven't even been authorized by law to do so. This is out, there's a thousand ways to skin this cat instead of section 230, obsession it's in all the literature and then i've interviewed scientists and talked to others and talked to uh security people that have been in the secret parts of the government that said they saw human animal clones mm -hmm. and what they described oh yeah was so nightmarish i've, I've never really even told you on air nightmare hall dulce base level was it seven six i don't know people that have been down there and saw that thing nightmare hall <laughs> They're telling you Satan is all about defiling and perverting God's creation. He is obsessed with it. I've told parts of it. And, and once you understand the psychology of these people, and that they're mad scientists, you understand everything. So guys, pull up the footage we showed last week of the bio bag. A quote bag that grows a lamb in it now it, that's not really a lamb that's being grown in that bag they have a brain-dead mother sheep or mother pig depending on the system in another bag that's put in a permanent coma that then sends the they're showing pictures of this. Oh, my word. Nutrients through the blood into the sheep or the pig. And, and, and all this stuff you're seeing with all the real stuff and all the Hollywood stuff is to condition you 
to just accept yeah. it like it's background. It's, they're showing this advertisement for it. And I mean, let me just back this up and I'm just going to read you the text on the, on, on the thing that they're saying here. So this horrible, disgusting bag, I guess it's a sheep, poor thing, poor baby. Oh, how sad. Good Lord. Oh, I, I cannot stand hurting animals. Oh, my God. That's horrible. And then it shows this incubator thing in this room. And you're growing. It's like a centerpiece for your room. The concept incubator grows babies at home. And I guess you're growing a pig. And then it says it's designed to replace the womb in pregnancy. So this is what they're trying to get us used to. Which is the whole premise of that movie, Gattaca. Which the the whole premise of that movie is that they they're trying to get society it's a very dystopian movie about a society where you've got two races of classes of people you've got the freeborn which were the ones that you know um procreate naturally you're not supposed to ever do that in this world they've got coming you're you're supposed to um, not have a normal uh sexual union between husband and wife uh, you're supposed to go to the pregnancy center and pick out the exact designer baby you want and then have your eggs and sperm harvested and then they make this designer baby for you that has all the attributes that you want it to have. God has nothing to do with the selection. It's all made in a laboratory clinical setting. And this is very, very much like that concept of getting us used to that, um, that kind of that concept. I'm seeing if there's any more verbiage here. The see-through, the see-through pod sits in your living room, and he's this guy's showing. I mean, they're showing this, and this pod's next to him. Parents would be able to live their lives normally. Now, I guess this is a concept for the new way to have kids. Is what I'm thinking here is the concept for, to get us used to this type of thing. Meaning, the woman wouldn't have to worry about going through nine months, nine months of pregnancy. Your baby's growing in the living room. You can check on it anytime you want. And when, you know, it's like the bun is in the oven, the, the whole thing. When the dinger goes off, then, you know, you're, she, the baby's ready to come out. And, and the mom didn't have to go through the all the stuff with pregnancy. And, um, you know, this is the new normal. So let's, let, let's watch move. the fetus grow in the pod. The fake pod they show you, that they show university students to condition them to the real pod, the bio bag. And the bio bag oh. is simply a bag, an artificial uterus with hoses and things hooked up to a real creature that is in another bag supplying its essence. Oh. And then what you do is you wanna get human organs grown up to a large size because most people get transplants are adult. And so you, you create a human clone that's part human, but also part cows is the, is the main one they're using, so that you can then implant into the cow's uterus uh, and grow up a 40 or 50 pound humanoid so that the liver and organs that you want to be getting are a little bit bigger. Oh, so horrible. Showing pictures of this. I mean, they're really doing this. I mean, they're doing it overtly. Oh, it's horrible. And so when they show you all these horrors, 
That's just them introducing 50-year-old stuff they've been doing. Yeah, yeah. The experiment is from the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia where they're at. Uh, this pig and this lamb thing they're showing. It's just the first step. Yeah, this is mad scientist stuff on PCP. Yeah. So, see, that's just an introduction to this. But the big issue with it is you're allowing corporations to take human genetics and put them into animals and then create whole new classes that don't have rights and that they own. Yeah. And then if you can patent life They're and gonna own you anyway with the COVID shot, you've got pat their patented products in you. And they they own the patents on what's inside these people. That is replicating the self replicating nanobots, the your DNA is being overwritten, you're you're getting foreign DNA, cultured off a of board of I mean all the stuff you know they own and i believe that's why they're gonna really claim right to anybody that got these uh kill shots these covid kill shots in particular that they're gonna own you lock stock and barrel you're part of their little experiment Roll life you can release life at a industrial farming level that you control and that you can chip oh so the general public won't take a chip that's okay We've got a million clones we just grew that are part animal, so they have no rights. And now, though, the U.N. says they do have rights, but rights to follow orders of the U.N. So you don't have a right to say no to them. You don't have a right to not let one date your daughter. <laughs> oh, think about that. It's got rights under the UN, but it's owned by the corporations and controlled, and will have a genetic matrix program. And again, let me just remind you once again, the last time these Nephilims were openly roaming the Earth, okay, like in mass. I'm not talking even about when they went in the Promised Land, they encountered pockets of them. I'm talking about Genesis 6, when they corrupted basically everything. It was the number one story going on on planet Earth back in Genesis 6. Um, the last time that happened, God wiped the Earth out. It, he in, incurred the worst wrath and judgment of God we have ever seen when that happened. And that's what they're trying to bring back with this. And this Sweet Tooth show is telling you what they're actively trying to bring back and are going to do their level best to do. Again, something to, um, you know, add your prayer list. Into it, but also an artificial silicon control system. And again, this is all biomechanical. And this was already, as I've told you before, so big in like 1982, 83, that every well-known American-born implant doctor my dad knew in dallas and other areas in texas they were being approached by the cia and by darpa right to go to work in human splicing programs with machines yep and my dad said no my mom said we're not moving to maryland you're not going to be two months or whatever it was underground and then a month out we're not doing it. My, mom's, I mean, my mom never threatened divorce, but I remember around the corner, listen, she goes, David, I'll divorce you. We're not moving to Maryland, and you're not working in a damn underground base. His dad was a very, very smart, prominent, still is, very smart 
a prominent dentist. I believe that had a very high IQ, and that's what they approached him to do this, this animal-human stuff, way, way back in the day. And he remembers the conversations they had. She's like, no, you're not doing this. And because he was considering it, because the money was, I don't know, I think, like, what they say, two, three, four times more than what he was making? Now, that's when I'm like, 10 years old I'm hearing this. Yeah. And I'm just giving you an example of how nobody's in camp. It's not like, oh, my dad got offered to go to the Mars mission or something. No, no. It's like, I heard my dad got offered a job driving 18-wheelers. I mean, they were hiring tens of thousands of dentists to knew how to do implant surgery. And all they told him is, it's cyborgs. And my dad said, I'm not taking the job. Cyborgs. Part human, part machine. And only God knows what else. And like I said, anybody that gets that the kill shot, they are a cyborg to a certain, on a certain level already. You got all that nanotech in you, that self-replicating nanotech. Those are machines. Well, what what is a cyborg? Part human, part machine. What have I been warning about for all these years? Transhumanism. Part human, part machine. Plus they're defiling your DNA, and they're adding in this third strain, Nephilim DNA. You're not going to be fully human anymore. And this is why people that are getting the kill shot. I'm getting all these testimonials of people that are getting these kill shots that like for my listeners that know people that got it that were that said they were Christians and some of them were like really they interpret them as very strong Christians and now it's like well I don't really have any desire for God anymore. I don't even want to look at my Bible anymore. I'm going to read some of those. I'm going to read some more of those. I've compiled them. My 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 document on the spiritual implications of taking this kill shot is up to 18 pages now. 18 pages of this okay so it's um <laughs> it's it's getting bigger by the week even though it was like four times what he was making that's how for big- four times what he was making as a prominent dentist in texas they offered him four times big this is 1983 that most of the dentists he knew were offered it a bunch of them disappeared i asked my dad a few years ago did you ever hear from those guys i never heard those people again no i mean you heard from other dentists right yeah i hear from all the time yeah you never heard from them again what the hell's going you know what that i mean do you know what that means they went into these programs with this gigantic four times the money carrot will you sell your soul to the devil if you make four times the money in other words A lot of the dentists he knew took the carrot, but he never heard from any of them again. And most likely the reason he never heard from any of them again is because they realized once they got into this program, you can never leave. It's like the mafia. Or if you do, you die. It's like the Hotel California song. You can check out anytime you want, anytime you like, but you can never leave. And the word check out means to die. Okay. That, I mean, they're not going to let somebody that's seen that level of our of the most evil, wicked, nefarious aspects of our government just say, oh, yeah, you did your four years there, Charlie. You Go your own little way and spread the good gospel. No, no, no. They're not going to let that happen. So that's why I never heard from any of those dentists again. He knew a bunch of the dentists that got sucked into a black hole. Yep. Yep. So, see... While we're all up here watching TV and the ball game and going out and having a beer and laughing with our buddies and everything else, there's literally an underground civilization Mm -hmm. 
that is super advanced. Yeah. It's already got cures for every cancer that can grow whole clones and they can pretty much transfer data into another brain. The spirit's not there, but it can fool somebody. So they've, they've got it. Yep. They've got it. I've talked about this over and over. The, the, the alien breeding programs and these types of things. That's just, if you, if you just scratch the surface on this stuff, you look at two to three to 4% of the population says they've been abducted. Okay. Are they all lying? Millions and millions. Are they all lying in mass? Okay. Uh, it's I, I don't I, I don't have time to go down that rabbit trail, but I've done tons of studies on that. If you do keyword searches, alien agenda, if you want, or abductions, I've talked about it at length. And they're like sitting back, going, um, "Are we going to share this with the public? No, but let's test on the public." all sorts of things and get cures to this and cures to that for ourselves. And let's set the precedent to get rid of the general public and have them dying to your left and dying to your right. And it's, it's to see if the doctors and scientists and nurses will just go along with the cover-ups. And so far they've been doing it. Mm -hmm. And so this is Elysium. Elysium. No poverty, no war, no sicknesses. These med beds I keep hearing about over and over, and all the Q drops now. Now, Grant, I'm not. I'm not out there listening. I'm. I am like seeing what they're spewing out. I'm. I'm keeping tabs on what they're saying about Trump, on what they're saying is what's coming. Now, granted, it may not happen. It didn't happen for five years, but they're. They're going great guns, man. They haven't slowed down one bet. And one of the big carrots they're promising when this Gesera Nasera, which they're calling Trump Sarah now, which I've been warning about for over 20 years, when that comes and all the bad guys are taking away, we have gold back currency and free energy and these things called med beds, which is the exact thing they had in the Elysium, where you get in that thing and it like totally corrects all your genetic defects it corrects all your internal injuries it, it it just it can age regress you i mean you talk about well they had them on elysium and i guarantee you they've got those things i've, I've read about those in a lot of different testimonies put it this way the soft disclosure type of people that were in high level military that did things in outer space and they i've heard about them on more than one occasion it meets 1984 uh, yeah, and, and at the very end here it shows this woman walking up to one of these med beds, getting ready to go into it. So um, that goes on for man another another twenty three minutes there. I just I can't play it all. Um, I'm out of time for part one. So God bless you, and we will see you for more mind blowing information in part two and three. I, I believe today. God bless you. See you in part two.